Due to the mature content of this program, listener's discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into the Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts. I'm Mandy. And I'm retired Major Hugh Jazz. Coming at you. In your face. <laughs> that was a good one. Welcome back to our podcast, everybody. Today we're going to be discussing. Now, I, I still am not sure what I'm going to title this. But once it's posted, then you'll know. But I'm thinking creepy Christmas characters or cryptids, something of that sort. Uh, we're going to talk about six Christmas or Yuletide characters that you may or may not have heard of. And we got this information from two websites, the first one being Ranker.com from an article called Terrifying Traditional Christmas Legends. And then another article from AtlasObscura.com. And that was The Monsters of Christmas. To start off our list, this is taken from the atlasobscura.com, and I am sorry if I butcher the name of this. It is a Welsh legend, urban legend, holiday legend, whatever you want to call it, and it's called Mary Luid, and it's the Christmas zombie horse. So according to atlasobscura.com, this macabre skeleton mare of Welsh tradition rises from the dead and wanders the streets with her attendants, who are also fresh from the grave, to remind the living of their existence. Mary Louie has only one goal in mind, to get into your house. It's better that than your pants. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> to, <Okay>. keep this, <laughs> to keep this zombie horse out, you must engage in a battle of wits and rhyme, no less, usually on New Year's Eve, where the undead mare is represented by a puppeteer parading a horse skull on a pole draped in white cloth. So that is a brief overview of that tradition surrounding this legend. Kind of creepy. Now, I wonder what happens when it, you know, if you lose the battle and it gets into your house, are you just dead? I mean, that's slightly creepy. Uh. (laughs) So that's number one. Mary Louie. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's it. That's all there is to it. Okay. Now, we've got La Perfuitard. Oh. Perfortard is seen to this day during Christmas in Belgium and France. His name means Whipping Father, so you can already guess how he brings holiday cheer. But that's not the scary part of the story, that's the happy part. As the story goes, La Perfortard began his life as an innkeeper, kidnapper, and murderer, in that order. One day, while keeping his inn, Three rich boys on their way to a religious boarding school stay at his inn. Recognizing their wealth, La Père, along with his wife, who goes unnamed, decides to capture and murder the children by slitting their throats to take their money. Because that somehow seemed like a better idea than ransoming them to their wealthier parents. While trying to make corpse stew... St. Nick shows up and resurrects the boys. Seeing his power, the innkeeper repents and becomes St. Nick's partner by becoming the official whipping boy of bad boys and girls. Great. That's That's from our friends in France. (laughs) La Perfuitard. Ugh. 
Whipping dad. Great. Yeah. Great. I'll show you who's boss. All right. <laughs> Moving on to number Shut three. Shut up and take it. Yeah. I, another one I can't pronounce here, so my apologies to all uh, people who actually believe in this tradition, or this legend. Uh, this is from Iceland, and it's called Gorilla. Gorilla. And she comes from Icelandic mythology and is a terrifying lady ogre whose preferred diet was naughty children. Nothing says Merry Christmas quite like being fed to a horrifying crone. And the picture yeah. they have is pretty horrifying looking. Ugh, it's like a hump, hunchback. Ugh. Hunchback honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In 1746, a decree was issued prohibiting the use of Grilla and the Yule Lads as they serve no function other than to scare small children. And we're also going to touch on the Yule Lads because they're related to Grilla. You betcha. Um, this has led to the crafting of a few songs which claim that she has passed. However, a few of the songs suggest that she could always return to the living should the number of naughty children increase. That's a, a good method to keep your kids in line in this holiday season. Yeah. yeah, no naughty boys and girls. You don't want them to get eaten by a gorilla. <laughs> and her troll husband. Yeah, a troll husband. or whatever the heck his name is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to butcher these names. I don't even want to try. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I don't have the accent to go with it. Your turn, Hugh. Now we're going to talk about the Yule Lads. Whoa, the that sons of Grilla, like their trail husband, Lapaludi. The Yule Lads come in and run around the town in a backward 12 days of Christmas. The Yule Lads show up one at a time on the 13 days building up to Christmas Day. Each staying two weeks, so that the first lad who arrived on December 12th is the first to depart on Christmas Day. The remaining brothers then leave one a day in the same order they arrived until festivities end on January 6th. Festivities. <laughs> okay. Uh, <Yeah. laughs> while in modern versions of the story, they are mostly just mischievous creatures pulling harmless pranks, such as slamming doors and eating the town's yogurt supply. Damn! is no joke. The original story <laughs> of the lads was... Far more sinister, parentheses, as you may have guessed, given their presence on this list. Mm -hmm. As in the modern story, they come down from dwellings in the mountains in the days leading up to Christmas Day. However, rather than pulling the regular prank or trick, they, along with a yuletide cat, keep an eye on all the children and kidnap those who did not receive any new clothes during the season. So they can be eaten. <laughs> that's a, a good holidays. excuse. Yeah, it's a good excuse to buy your kids socks and underwear yeah. and just take the clothes and be grateful. <laughs> yeah, you don't want them being stinky around the season, I guess. That's the whole point of this. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. All right, so going on to number five, this one's probably the most well-known on the list, and it's my personal favorite, so I had to include it, and that is The Notorious... Krampus. Yay, Krampus. Okay. Which <laughs> actually right. sounds like a physical conditioner. So, yeah, I got a bad yeah. case of Krampus yeah. in my groin region. Yeah. <laughs> some yeah, sort, like some, some problems happening some, there. Yeah. All right. So, according to Ranker.com, Krampus, whose name comes from the Germanic root for claw, dates back long before the time of Christ, but in modern day is more or less the ultimate Christmas demon. 
the companion and antithesis of Santa Claus. And then in parentheses, Old Nick to Saint Nick, as Krampus.com puts it. Mm. While American kids never feared a lack of shiny new presents, no matter their behavioral tendencies, children of the old world, especially Germany, knew something worse than a lump of coal was coming their way if they misbehaved. Rather, if you weren't well-behaved, you were beaten and tortured before being kidnapped and taken to the Krampus's lair, where we can only assume one was beaten and tortured some more. Ugh. In modern days, there appears to be two sides on how to handle the Krampus story. Since the 1950s, Austrians have tried to put the creature on the back burner, claiming terrorizing small children with such tales is not healthy. While the Germanic city of Schlanders, Salandro, Italy... <laughs> Young men are even encouraged to dress up as the Krampus and terrorize small children before having some schnapps with the head of the house. Elsewhere still, the Krampus is given his own holiday. Wow, my voice just cracked there. <laughs> the Krampus is given his own holiday prior to the Feast of St. Nicholas, known as Krampusnacht. And he even appears on his own holiday greeting card, known as <laughs> Krampus Cotton. Yeah. yeah, Krampus. Oh, yeah. Happy uh, the Krampus. Holiday, yeah. <laughs> the holiday demon. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like a good time. What if that has anything leading into Festivus? You know? Probably. You get Festivus Krampus first. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Krampus first, and then Festivus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. There's nothing that spells out hi happy holidays. <laughs> Like werewolves. Now that's mm -hmm. where we're going with this one. Yes, werewolves. Although we typically try to limit the lycanthropes to Halloween, B-movies, and steamy fiction, werewolves have been a part of the Yuletide Horror Fest since the Middle Ages. In modernity... <laughs> Is that a word? There's modernity. No, there's, no way, there's really, yeah, there's no way to say that properly, by the way. In modernity. 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 It has <laughs> since been reduced, reused, and recycled to the claim that simply having the audacity to be born on Christmas Day is cause enough to make a person a werewolf as well. That's kind of strange, as I have a sister that was born on Christmas Day, and maybe this more than explains a little bit of the problem there. Yeah, her uh, personality. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about the personality. Maybe it's just the full moon thing. I don't know. It, yeah. There's a lot of weird things going there. She seems normal, though. So I'll, we'll say that. Um, seems. The, <laughs> the 1961 film, The Curse of the Werewolf, explains that being born on December 25th is mocking Jesus Christ, and so you must be punished. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that relates to mocking him. Just having the... <laughs> Have no idea. Good fortune to be, you know, born on December 25th, but that's where that goes. And uh, being punished, not just for, not just a baby for being born, but he's also damning any who fall, any who fall into his or her wake every year. So it is weird, but I thought I'd go to that one since the werewolves on, you know, being <laughs> born on December 25th kind of throws you in the werewolf pile. Uh, I thought that was funny, mm -hmm. and hopefully yeah. my sister thinks it's funny. Uh, if not, uh, she might. You know, yeah. <laughs> she might not. She might not. <laughs> See if she, she listens not. to this and finds finds it any humorous, or if she's like, "Wow, well, that's not funny." <laughs> <laughs> but we will Probably. we will update you on that, everybody. But yeah. 
that's what we have for today. It was a little bit of a shorter list, um, but we wanted to include some of the more lesser-known holiday creatures, if you want to call it that. But I definitely wanted to touch on Krampus because he's, you know, he's a cool part of the Yuletide joy. Yeah. (laughs) Krampus is the uh, star of the show. Yeah, basically. So there's, there's a ton of other characters on the list here so i'll include those as always in the description box so if you guys want to check it out they even had the elf on the shelf thing yeah. on here which that creeps me out i'm i have no intentions of ever getting the elf on the shelf people think it's cute and funny i'm just like Ugh, that's yeah. so stupid <laughs> yeah. so cringeworthy but anyways thanks for tuning in everybody we have more uh, holiday episodes coming your way shortly but Happy holidays and talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.